Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast. This is where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. And I'm so happy to hear from my listeners. Thank you so much for the wonderful reviews, all those friggin' stars. Thank you. It makes me feel when I hear from you that I have a purpose in my life. And this, the Power Purpose podcast, is purposeful for you. And it's so great, especially to hear how many of you take what you learn on this podcast, put it into your career, and start making a living. And that's what we're talking about here today. I'm excited to have my guest, uh, Rob Lewin, who is a professional photographer. Now, here's the thing. Why am I having a professional photographer here? Because very often your headshot determines whether you get that audition, whether you get the job. It is your your headshot. Casting directors will sit with a stack of headshots and go, no, 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 yes, no, 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 just at that speed. So your headshot has to reflect who you are. So um, my guest is so happy to have him here. He's a professional photographer. If you've opened any magazine, his a picture he took is in it, a picture, a photograph he's taken from Newsweek to Bon Appetit to Buzz Magazine to the TV Guide, Esquire, uh, Rob Lewin has shot them. And now he is doing headshots and he's doing them with people at the Groundlings, with funny people such as yourself. Hi, Rob. So happy to have you on the Power of Purpose podcast. Hi, Judy. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my God. And we all fret. We fret about our headshots. Oh, my God. It's so hard to pick. So let me ask you, what are they looking at when a casting director is going, yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes. I mean, what does that picture have to um, do to help you get in the door? Well, it has to convey to... um whoever's doing the hiring, that you are a person worthy of consideration for the job. I see. And what, what is that? Does that mean that we need a different headshot for every single job we apply to? I mean, very often people just have that one headshot and they put it out there. So how does that work? Well, in my experience, and I have long experience, not just as a photographer, but as a casting director for my own shoots, um, I would, if it were one or the other, I'd say you need one. Uh, in the conventions of the uh, headshot game, uh, people uh, opt to uh, have different looks, what are called looks. And m most um, headshot photographers, in fact, charge by looks. So much for one look, so much for two, so much for three and four. Um, my sense as someone who's cast uh, for sessions over many decades is that you do not hire people based on what they're wearing or oh, whether they're scowling oh, or smiling. So if it comes down to it has to be one or the other, several looks or one look, I'd suggest one, but not just shooting for one. You want to shoot for a variety now, you may want to play a heavy sometimes if you're an actor. You may want to play the leading person or you may want to play a fool. So arguably, there's a case to be made for shooting different performances. 
but I don't consider those looks. Maybe, I see. maybe I see. they are. Okay, so um, you, this is about you're talking about acting in commercials or acting on television. Um, are those two things different as far as the kind of headshot somebody needs? If you're um, going out for commercial auditions or you're going out for uh, you know, any kind of, uh, as an actress or an actor? Uh, no, I don't think they are different. Um, uh, the, the days when someone looking for commercial work would uh, dress up as a plumber or as a housewife or as a cowgirl, I think those are long past. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I was thinking, oh, what if I start going out? I got to find all these different outfits, what have you. Okay, so it essentially comes down to that one look. Um, so that's for actors. Let's talk about comics. A lot of the people on this call are comics. And I know you work with a lot of people um, who are improvisers. So when you're a stand-up comic, um, do you need uh, to be holding the mic in front of you? Um, do you need to, you know, be on stage or have that kind of theatrical lighting? How does that work? I would work? say no. In fact, I would say absolutely no. Um, it, Whoa, that's it, definite. It, it's a prop. If you introduce something into the frame other than you, uh, then you're tied to it. So if it's a microphone, uh, or if you're on stage, then that's how you were identified. Really, a headshot is designed as a passport photo or a photo on a driver's license. It identifies you, but it also um, ideally shows exactly who you are and what's inside you. Ooh, wow. That is, that is really interesting. I love your analogy of... It's your passport. It's a passport. So it's a passport to getting jobs. It's the first thing people look at, right? So it becomes extremely important. In, and what, what are we looking to convey? Like, how do you know? Um, do they still do proofs with, or I guess you get them on, not proofs, but you get them on your uh, computer, images, like right? images, uh, right? Yes, but also there are prints, which are leave-behinds. They're called leave-behinds. So if you are, have been on an audition, uh, you're expected to leave the print behind. And the reason for that is so that they can say, uh, who was that guy or who was that girl? And say, oh, there he or she is. Casting is a very, very... Um, specific and key step towards getting a job. And I would modify one thing that you proposed. And that is that the headshot gets you a job. No, not quite. It gets you the audition. It gets you called in. And that's, that's an essential, uh, unavoidable first step. So, you know, I always, well, first of all, I hate at my age now getting my picture taken. I think it's all ugly. Um, I certainly don't want to look my age, but I don't want to walk in the room after they see my photo, have me in my headshot and go, oh, are you Judy Carter's mother? Um, right? <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's, it's like we want to look good. But, it, you know, it becomes 
very confusing as what what are we emoting in in our headshot and do we um you know like sometimes people go down to am i smiling or am i serious am i you know intense or am i just relaxed am i in a studio or am i outside on a swing set you know i mean I mean, becomes all those things outside, indoors, smiling, frowning, not frowning, but or neutral. So how do you run your shoots to capture someone's, you know, essence? Uh, Another great question. Um, All of my work is done in the studio uh, with strobe light, all of it, 100 percent. That's where I can exercise absolute control over the lighting. And I think lighting is key. More key, though, more essential, is the quality of the subject's personality. If it's you, your personality. So I would never say anything to you or to any other subject like smile or frown. That's not where it's going to happen. What I want to do is put you in a position to give me the truest and the best of what's inside you and that is not your problem or your issue to deal with as this as the subject that is entirely up to me you you come to me you put yourself in my hands and i my job is to take care of you Ooh, that sounds nice so when someone hires a uh, photographer to do their headshots it really has to be someone that they feel comfortable with, right? 100%. And you, you know, the thing is you don't, there's no audition for me. In other words, it's not possible to show up and interview me and see if I'm the right person or not. It's unfortunately a little bit of a crapshoot. I think every headshot photographer uh, would like to think that they do a great job of pulling people forward and probably most do, but I think not all. Okay. So how do you bring out the... um how do you bring out somebody's personality? You know, uh, those of us who are very uh, physical on stage or walking around with a mic or in front of an audience um, become very self-conscious thinking of this is just going to be a still shot of us. Uh, you're not the only ones, meaning you, uh, comedians, uh, older people, what have you. You're not the only ones. I, I can't. Uh, tell you how often I've had well-established actors, including people who've won Emmys and Academy Awards in front of the camera, say to me, I don't know what to do. So what do you do? What do you do when they're uncomfortable? You say, well, you're absolutely right. You have no lines. So we're going to have to make it up as we go along. The first thing I think you need to do is relax, you know, relax, let yourself be who you are. Um, trust me, it's always a, it's always a conversation, Judy. So you, you engage them in conversation to get them to, and is this why you're shooting? That's a, that's a really, that's an interesting question. And yes, it's a conversation and also no, it's not a conversation because I cannot have a subject talking. So the talking, <clears throat> such as it is, will occur in between setups or in between exposures. I like to think of myself as having an open personality. And um, 
I like to talk. I like to converse. I like to get to know people. I like people to get to know me. And I don't really think any of this is a strategy on my part. It's just who I am and how I shoot. You go in the studio because lighting's really important. Um, What kind of questions would somebody ask a potential person who's going to do their photographs? Um, uh, Obviously, (laughs) they'd be nuts if they're in L.A. and don't use you. Many of our people are from different countries who are listening to this all over the world. So um, what kind of questions would be good to ask? You mean in advance of being hired or? Yes. And like, how do we hire someone? Well, I think people, people hire based on, um, on your portfolio. And so what am I looking for in someone's portfolio? Well, you're looking to see how people look, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, are, they, are the pictures technically um, adept? Do the people look um, accessible? Are they attractive? Are they confident? Um, the, um, the results speak for themselves. I, I don't think I've ever been interviewed, per se. So it's a visual. So look at some of the photos and see if they resonate with you. If it's, I, I, w- I would use that word. Okay. Now, finally, what I'd like to ask you is, do you like, how do you pick that picture? That picture. Like, so I have all my pictures. How do I pick? pick the picture that that would be the picture that I'm going to be using? Well, initially, you don't. I do. Uh, So if I photographed you um, yesterday, today I'm looking online at maybe four or five hundred images of you. And it's just in my DNA at this point, or at least it's been drilled into me to to say that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. Most of them will not work. Doesn't mean that the images themselves fail. It means they do not rise to the level of the signature image that you need to have. So right away, let's say it's 500 images. Right away, I'm going to throw out half of them, maybe more. And I'm going to narrow it down to a field of, let's say, 40 or 50. Now we drill down a little deeper. Really, is 21 as good as 22 or is 23 better? Oh, it's like at the eye doctor. Uh, this look better or this? Except you're not involved yet. You, uh, the subject, Judy Carter, are not involved yet. I am doing all of the um, winnowing out or someone is, um, if I'm really busy, doing the first round for me and throwing out all the obvious things that don't work. Blinks, you know, or what have you. But I'm going to present to you... Um, probably two collections. And I say probably because it's a little different every time. There'll be the 40 or 50 shots I think are worth considering, but there'll be a second set of, here, Judy, these six or these eight, these are, these are great. And I strongly suggest that you pick the one you want or the several that you want out of that group. However, you're free to pick whatever you want. And, and in that seven or eight, is it um, people say... Well, it's the eyes, like the eyes are, have a feeling about them or they're alive or the eyes are dead and then you don't want that one. I mean, is it like, what, can you define what we're looking for in that one shot? Everything has to be alive. You have to look great. You have to be fully present. You have to be appealing. Um, 
you uh, made a reference earlier to um, the headshot looking like you as opposed to a younger or more um, sculpted or prettified version of you. That's, that's a key issue. Uh, you really have to look like you. Yes, the image can be slightly softened, slightly adjusted, but if you show up having been brought into an audition by your headshot, by the strength of your headshot, and you don't look like your headshot, people are going <laughs> to be pissed. I know. I mean, I definitely ha need new headshots because it's been a while. And 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 you know when you're on Zoom and you have your headshot there, and then you come on and it's like people go, huh? You know, you can see kind of look that's like <laughs> there you are, so gorgeous, and then and 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 you know full makeup and looking gorgeous, and then it's you, and it's like, oh boy, that's not you anymore. Um, that's so interesting. I want to just uh, finally talk about um, uh, touch up. And, 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 you know, finessing, photoshopping our photos, taking out the wrinkles. I mean, that's a total art form in itself, isn't it? Like a lot of people do it themselves now. They've got their apps, they got Facetune, they can add this, they can add that, they can take away, they can even change the shape of their nose, their chin. I mean, these apps are really, really amazing. I, I did one and I didn't even look Jewish when I was done with it. And so how do you, what do you, what do you think about that? And, and what, I mean, how much, how little, I mean, obviously if you have a great photo and your eyes are on fire, but you have such a deep crevice on one of your eyes, you know, what, what, what is that all about? Um, another great question. Uh, keep it really, really modest is my advice. Uh, because if you do have a deep crevice, and you take it out, you make it go away, you really kind of are kneecapping the casting people. Oh, that's interesting. So we might want to look at some, and we've talked about this on The Power Purpose, that, you know, in our message, there is that word mess, right? And mess plus age equals your message. And that's no different uh, in your headshots, is that that thing that you hate might be that very thing that gives you a character and makes you different and, as you say, not so homogenized, looking just like everybody else your age. Um, true. Um, I have been privileged to photograph some of the most beautiful people in the world. And right up, unto, right up to the level of supermodel, and I've worked with several, almost everybody is concerned about their appearance. I'm talking about great beauties, really handsome men, movie stars. Everybody is a little concerned about how they're looking. And um, I, I don't think your image should be played with much at all. And I say that, as, I, as I've said, from the position of having been in, in a, a casting person over and over and over again for my own shoots. If you have a mole at the tip of your nose and it's not in the picture, and you show up featuring that mole. <laughs> it's it's just it's just a waste of time all around. Also, you've made people not like you. <laughs> yeah, I see. And you know, when you look on TV, you can really see now that they really are going for a diversity of looks. 
and characters. And uh, you might, you know, have real character and you Photoshop it out and then you don't get that part of the girl who's not that attractive but still gets the guy and because they're going, mm, no, she's too pretty, won't work. You know what I mean? So that you can get it excluded because you're just uh, made yourself look too pretty to Photoshop out your character. Absolutely. And I, I'm really not in favor of over retouching. It just doesn't serve either side of the equation. Well, thank you. Thank you, Rob. I'm, I just would like to um, uh, sum up and, and, and tell people that, you know, it's really important to look at the photos of the, your uh, photographer and see if they resonate with you. Um, and that uh, it's best to go with someone who has a studio because lighting is extremely important. And don't over Photoshop it, you know, relax, be yourself. And uh, that's always so, you know, we all hear just be yourself, which is always uh, which part of me, the angry self, this self, you know, try different things. And, you know, what's so great now is that when you get all those images, I guess how many do you shoot in one one um, one session? I mean, because now you don't have to pay for film, right? I mean, you could just go crazy. There's not a cost for that. It's just time. So, how many like for a one headshot? How many photos do you do you snap on? on? Typically between three hundred and fifty and maybe five hundred and fifty. I would never do anything in the studio during a session other than try to bring someone's essence forward. Oh, and that's a talent. That's really all it's about. Bring your essence. And and I I I think that it's difficult to do that yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's difficult for the subject of the photo to go, oh, let me bring out my essence. But sometimes when you're working with someone and they go, Oh, that's it. Hold it. Right. Oh, that's it. Oh, good. Turn a little to the left, a little right. That kind of stuff that that it's it's really up to the job of the um, photographer. You said something really, I think the one word that I thought it's you're very present being there, not in your head. Right. Oh, absolutely. But it's not up to the subject to deliver the goods. I mean, yes, up to a point. But you put yourself in the hands of the photographer for a reason. Ah, trust. So if you want someone you can trust and you live in L.A. and you want to get in touch with Rob, please look in the notes description. And we have his website there. And thank you so much because that photo is so important. For your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com. Message of You.com.